your favorite girlfriends for girlfriends and football and what an amazing week one we have so much to dive into thanks for joining us today i'm coach desi i am a, a physician assistant and beth is a doctor it's dr beth she's a doctor of physical beth. therapy i love it dr beth on and we're going to chat about aaron Rodgers' injury but before we get to that um beth i think i'm going to start with my game because obviously your game was super juicy and uh, we've got a lot to chat about so 49ers end up with a big W, a huge win. I'm not sure that we expected such a, a big gap there, but um, I was happy for it. I was not expecting that either, and I don't think any Steelers fan was expecting it. Yeah, it I think. Quite I think the game. Or the Steelers. Was, Is that what yeah. Okay. Well, for the 49ers, it was a very good game. For the 49ers, <laughs> it was a very good game. For the Steelers, I don't think they were ready for it. You know, and I and think I... I love Mike Tomlin. I, I think they had an incredible preseason, which we talked about this. I usually don't watch preseason. And I usually, the reason why is because you can always get things twisted. You think teams look really good that aren't, you can think teams that look terrible or, you know, they don't have their act together and they can just, it can look completely different when the season starts. So um, I think I, uh, rightfully so because listen i have never met a pittsburgh fan i didn't like i never met a buffalo fan i didn't like so um i i think i just have a big respect for their program i mean it's just been such a strong program for decades um bill cower and mike tomlin and, and i think they've only had three head coaches in their entire and those are the fan bases that like they are solid they stick around through thick and thin right so yeah yeah and i definitely had questions on our side right um I talked a little bit earlier on the Eric Crocker show about uh, Brock Purdy's injury and why it was rightfully so that those of us that were concerned about his arm were so. Um, it was a fairly new procedure he had done. You know, there's some advances in medicine that made that possible over the last six years. I mean, that's not a lot of time. And, you know, I spoke about the 2020 um, pandemic where all the ORs got shut down. So there was no surgeries. Elective surgeries were not happening in the year of 2020. So that takes out a whole year of potential data that you can collect, right? If you're not doing surgeries, you can't collect Absolutely. data on this. So um, anyway, Brock came out looking strong. I rock with Brock. I think this is a, a great year. I think we're, we're looking for another big NFC championship game. And uh, I think I think we're going to take it to the house. It's looking that promising that I'm going to say that. You guys definitely put forward the effort to make it look like you will be there. You know, yeah. I mean, it is not something that you know, week one is is crazy, right? So we look at um, Tua and how great that game yes. was. And like, what? where did he come from? I mean, I understand he's a great quarterback and he's had his injuries and that's what kind of keeps him out. But golly, like, I, I can't imagine. You look at games like that, but then you look last year, how far did they go? They did not do anything. You look at the Bills game and you look at the Jets and you go... Jets have a chance. And then within four plays, they don't have a chance anymore yeah. and they still win. You know, it's like, there's all of these things. Week one, just, I feel like just threw a lot of wrenches in the story. Absolutely. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. It's my favorite kind of soap opera. It is. <laughs> and it was quite the start. It was quite the start. So rock, walk me through um, how, like, Talk to me about your boy Josh Allen. What was happening to him? Talk, talk me, talk me through Josh, that. I'm gonna Josh Allen still has his young boy mentality of I've got to show it, I've got to prove it. Right? 
he had who's the gist and this is where i get where i'm not the football person the offensive coach who went to the giants who is that oh uh, yes no uh, yeah no uh who is that it? that went to the jets yeah i went to the giants oh that was oh that was their your guys's oc right yes yes yeah Anyway, whatever his name is, he kept Josh Allen in line. He was able to control him and be like, this is a stupid play. This is where we need to go. This is how we we were not seeing quite as much chaos when we had him in charge right now. It's just it's chaos at the end of last year. You know, he was hurt. Everything was happening. Just it just turned into chaos. He feels like he has to do all of these pieces and nobody can reel him in. It's painful to watch yeah. because there's so much potential and he's going to beat himself into the ground. So much um, potential. Yeah. You know, I think I was watching a little bit of, um, I think it was Get Up this morning. And it was interesting that they were pointing out that it's not so much the interceptions because he's he can compensate for that, although you don't love to see interceptions. But I mean, he he's, you know, one of the top quarterbacks for the most touchdowns in the in, in the season last year. Um, so he can definitely rebound from that. However, it's this like mutilation of his body, like in these moments that you're like, dude, just slide for the just love of slide. everything good. I mean, why, and as a 49er fan where we lost the NFC championship game because we didn't have a quarterback, it's like, like, no, <laughs> and he's getting, and he's not old. He's still young. He's still young, yeah, but, but your body can't take it. It, it is game one. There is yeah. no reason to try and gain extra yards and then fumble the ball. Yes. There is no reason to try and jump somebody and get caught off at the knees. There's no reason for these things. There, yeah. it, he just needs to play smart and stop playing like a high school quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do you think he's going to do it? Do you think it's going to take another coach coming in to settle him down? Cause they said today that Kim, Kimberly Martin on uh, get up said she she was saying that, you know, they're on the clock. You know, the head coach is on the clock. Josh Allen's on the clock. You know, this is now year two, three. That is, you know, everyone's been saying this, like, be responsible with the ball, take care of the ball. Um, so are you worried about that if this continues this season? I I am a little worried about it. I, I don't think it's the end of our Super Bowl possibility, but I definitely feel like we are – not where we need to be. Um, I definitely feel like we need, like Ken Dorsey or needs to be down there with him. I, I feel like that whole game, nobody was was down there reviewing plays, talking yeah. about what went right and wrong. Um, it was him alone on the bench, in his own thoughts, in his uh, like watching the game. There's nobody there to to guide him. Yeah, and he still needs that guidance. Oh, 100%. and we're not. And and we're not giving it to him. And I think that's a shame because he's he could be so much more than what he is, but he's not getting the guidance that he needs. Um, and so I don't know who needs to be sitting next to him on the bench and reviewing plays, but somebody needs to be running film. It's you. You, sis. Let's pull up a bench. Let's get you out there, man. <laughs> I'll hang out with, with Josh Allen and, and make him see his ways. Let's make it happen. I will so, say, yeah, you that's know, what I see. 
you guys have plenty of time left, obviously, to make corrections, get this get this train on the right tracks. However, on the other side of the ball, the Jets, as you said, 75 seconds into the game, Aaron Rodgers uh, ruptures an Achilles. And guys, I'll tell you, I was messaging and texting Beth during the game, and I was like, after I saw what happened, I literally was like, that's a high ankle sprain versus a an Achilles tendon. And she was like, agreed. And, you know, if you watch us and you listen to our podcast last week, what did we say? <laughs> Literally, Beth was like, he's old. And so she repeated <laughs> I that. I need to jinx him. <laughs> she repeated that. And to which I said, then it's definitely an Achilles because that is prime time for Achilles. And I think the highest incidence rate is male between 30 and 40 years old. And he is 39, of course. So we do not wish this upon anyone. Um, I was actually really um, rooting for Aaron Rodgers. I thought this would be a great love story between him and his passion for the game and kind of getting back out there and maybe having another MVP season. I love Robert Sala. Um, I just love what the, the Jets have put together. Um, and just, I mean, I, I know what that feels like. Like the 49ers, again, we went to the NFC championship game. We were right there and Brock Purdy goes down and then, you know, it just all the pieces fell apart. And I know what that feels like as a fan. So if you're a Jets fan listening, our hearts go out to you. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how you guys figure that out. But if you're here just to learn a little bit about the injury, I want to go ahead and show some images here. You've got some awesome people um, chatting about uh, injuries, and we both have worked in the industry. Again, Beth is a physical therapist. I'm a PA. I've worked uh, in orthopedics for a number of years of my career, but I want to bring up, let's see. Um, here we go. Boom. All right. Ooh, Can you see bad. this? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, what I said earlier today on, on the Eric Crocker show was that this was it right here, the hyper dorsiflexion. And he was pushing off, you know, that toe was pushing down. Um, and then it just, and it's interesting because in the game, it did not look terrible you know, until they started slowing things down and he started seeing the replay and these still images, it did not look as bad as it turned out to be. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, obviously they, they've had time now to take the images, slow it down. You can actually see the tendon rupturing uh, in the middle of the play here in this picture, I, I don't know, this might even be a good observation. It may have already yeah. ruptured at this point because you get this sort of um, pot pieing, you know, the muscle looks um, really bulging there. And so I'm going to show another image. Um, let me bring the other one up. I want to show you what an actual Achilles looks like just from an anatomy perspective. Um, so you guys can understand. And if you're, if you're listening to this, we'll do our best to, um, talk you through it, but uh, you might want to come back to the video uh, of this presentation on YouTube. So here we go. So here you go. Uh, I don't want to do that. Here we go. So as you can see here, you have the calf. The soleus is one of the muscles in the, in the lower leg here. And here's the Achilles tendon. And it comes all the way down from the calf and inserts here on the heel. Um, and again, this, this is everything that you need to press off the ground from your toe. So raising up on your toes is the action that this allows in the lower leg. Um, and, you know, 
this is this is where he tore it. I'm guessing right around here because you can see at this where that end, muscle built up. Correct. You can see it kind of bulge, and then this all contracts. So um, this is a terrible injury. This is not an injury that you wish upon anybody. Um, it is a long rehab process. And before we get into that, because that will be best side of, of all of this lovely conversation, but on the surgical side, um, you repair these and then you have to splint them sort of a little bit on a pointed toe position because you want this thing to heal up nice and sturdy and kind of um, with not, tight. yeah, you want it to be tight. And so you want to kind of cast them. They're usually casted or even put in a boot with a heel, um, like a, a wedge at the heel, again, to kind of keep those toes pointed down. And it's supposed to scar in like that. So they're like that for weeks um, before they'll even think about changing the position. Um, and, and the so, reason why they're in that position yeah. for so long is because of the low blood supply. You know, we're not talking about um, a bone that has a great vascular supply that heals up and calcifies and grows back together. Tendons have a have little to no blood supply to them. So the healing process is much longer and much more intense um, and requires so much more time for it to heal that it takes that that you have to be put in that position for longer periods of time. So it takes that much longer to yeah. rehab. And this, if you're if you have someone, this is um this is a situation where you can't advance this too quick or you re-rupture and you re-tear it. Um, so Beth, talk a little bit about the um, physical therapy side, rehab side of this. What's What does that look like? What would that look like for Aaron Rodgers? It starts with once. So the reason why you're, like you said, they're casted in a little bit of plantar flexion so that their toes are down a little bit, their heels are up kind of like where you're, what, like you're wearing high heels is because you want that tension in order to provide that push off with mobility as, as he gains mobility. So he's going to be doing lots of stretching, lots of time, um, doing strengthening exercises. But for the most part, that first portion is just stretching, just to recreate that lengthening and that tension so that they can, so you have enough muscle tension to create an, uh, an appropriate push off. Um, if you push, like you were saying, if you push it too quickly, you end up re-rupturing and it's, you go back to stage one. Um, most, many people do not get back to hundred percent after an Achilles tear. Um, again, because of the lack of blood supply and the decrease of time or in the decrease in mobility that occurs because of it. Um, sometimes we do, um, ultrasound, we do some massage, lots of, um, soft high tissue rep. Work. Yeah. Lots of soft tissue work and lots of high rep, low weight type exercises. So like even heel raises, you know, it's a small muscle, so it fatigues, it takes a lot to fatigue it. Um, and you have to just do it in small doses and it takes, it can take up to a year, even longer. Yeah, I was going to say for full rehab is minimum or somewhere around the, the ballpark of 12 months, one year yeah. um, to fully rehab this. And scar tissue does not heal in as flexible as the tissue that was once there. So um, it is an entire process. Um, 
again, hate to hate to see this for such an, a, a great athlete. Um, gosh, I mean, it's, and I mean, and I don't mean to, to speak on that. I mean, this is at 39 in the NFL, like this, this is a career ending injury, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is, I, I hope that it's not, but it's, it's tough to climb back from for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, you know, in comparison, because, you know, we, we were talking about 39 years old and obviously Tom Brady had a very long, illustrious career. Tom, though, would just fall. I mean, people actually made fun of him for just kind of collapsing. And it was like, no, that was brilliant. That's what kept him on the field. Aaron got this injury because he was trying to push through and get this guy off his back and kind of reach for more yardage. And in that, it's the push off from the ground that mm -hmm. that ultimately cost him the 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 injury in this year. Now it, that Which said, moves forward, yes. we're on the same page. So yes. <laughs> if he was pushing off on grass versus turf, yep, that's exactly where I was. The going. injury would happen the same the same way. Yeah, that's exactly the question I was going to ask you. <laughs> we are so, we're vibing today. Um, this is what happens when we start talking medical stuff. <laughs> I know it's just there. So you know, MetLife. Let me just go back to MetLife. I loathe MetLife. MetLife took out so many of my 49ers. I think it was in 2020. Uh, I believe it, it was like person after person. It was back to back. We played, I think the Giants and then the Jets or the Jets and the Giants back to back weeks. I literally posted on social media a picture of an ambulance bus that had like, you know, pulling up to MetLife Stadium is kind of what I said because it was so painful. Um, it is turf. It is not grass. Um, and so I know just from the experience of being a 49er fan that, that, that year at that stadium was rough. Um, and so I've been asked multiple times on other podcasts, you know, what my impression is of grass versus, um, turf turf. First, you have to understand that there's different types of turf. They have different, uh, viscosities and different, um, thickness that, changes the the contact with the foot as it's pushing through. So you have to, you know, it's hard to just blanket and look at studies that are just turf versus grass, because then you have to identify, what well, does this type of turf look like with grass? And what is and this how type of old turf? Is the turf? Correct. There's a and lot that of makes a huge difference. Yeah. 100%. I, I think I go back to we were born for grass. We were born to use grass and be on grass. And that's kind of what our, our anatomy was made for. But that's just kind of me looking at this. This is what makes sense. Um, I don't play. I've never played on turf. Um, I've, you know, I've only played on grass. I don't know what that looks like. And certainly there's also the, co the conversation of teams that practice on turf have experience and they have the right cleats for that turf. And so ergo, they don't get injured. It's the visiting team. So let me, with all of that said, I, I, I just want to point out to the listener that this is not an easy, just yes or no question to answer. There's a lot of variables, but what's your opinion on this, Beth? So I did a little bit of deep diving today because it's been one of those things where, you know, I, my son has played soccer in the past. He's 10 um, a lot of their fields are transitioning to turf as well. A lot of um, that he plays flag football or tackle football this year, and he plays on turf most of the time as well. Um, he practices on grass. They've got, you know, they get a little bit of both in all of those worlds. And 
looking. So I wanted to to do a little research, right? So I'm looking and I went to PubMed because that's where I get my science. Um, and I was looking at systematic reviews and a couple other articles. And and what's interesting is that a lot of the articles that say that turf is no worse than grass are funded by turf companies. So there's that. <laughs> um, many of them. Um, the ones that are not funded by turf companies come out to say that there are more injuries on turf versus grass um, across the board in general. Um, I think, and particularly actually more so in football than in soccer, which actually surprised me because if you see all the articles that are out right now, they're talking about how all of the soccer fields are being converted back to grass, right? Mm -hmm. Because natural grass causes less injuries for the soccer players. When you look at the combination between the two, there's actually more injuries in football because of turf than there is in soccer. So it's an interesting um, dynamic that that they would not be making that switch. However, I get it. Turf, you don't have to maintain. If it rains the night before, you don't have to worry about a muddy field. Indoor turf, indoor grass. I don't even know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> right, so they, it's like, I what? think they it's a high. Pl I think they have to replace it every year. I I mean I I don't know how it works. Right, so so we have created this world that turf works better for us, so we're just going to use it. And the NFL say says there's nothing worse to turf than grass, so we're going to stick with the turf because it's easier. It's a higher output at beginning. But then it lasts as long as we need it to, and we go from there. But you look at the amount of rubber that these guys, they're getting brush burns and rubber burns and all these other things. If you have ever played on an outdoor turf field during a soccer game or a football game, those fields get well over 100 degrees. Yeah. Well, well, well over 100 degrees. It is like you're playing on blacktop. You, get, you can get burns. You can get... Um, serious injuries just from the heat factor. Additional water breaks are needed, additional things, because the heat just radiates. It just absorbs the heat and it radiates back. It's like you're playing on a, on a um, blacktop. Blacktop surface. surface. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. Volleyball tournaments in, in those and it's been, they've had to take extra breaks and things like that because of it, because the heat is just so insane with, with turf. Yeah. You know, and I get that too, that, you know, you, you, the maintenance and all of that, but I mean, you're talking about a multi-million dollar athlete that may not be able to be replaced. The Jets have, have invested so much into Aaron Rodgers and into the team and all this money was, was, was applied to that dream. And in this case, I but will the say. The NFL isn't looking at a team or a player they truly believe that pretty much anybody can be replaced because if well, they, if money was is, an issue, I don't, I don't think this is up to the NFL per se. I mean, the owners can do what they want to their stadium. Um, and so, uh -huh. it, but the NFL could mandate it. So I guess that's, that's maybe ergo the, the, the part, but you know, if, if I'm the owner of, you know, I'm in Tampa. So the Bucks, if I'm the owner of the Bucks and I right. want a grass field, I'm going to have a grass field. So I would, I would put this primarily on the owners to do what's right. Um, and then, 
secondarily, the NFL has a, a responsibility to take care of, of their, you know, their athletes through policies and mandates that could be protective for them. And I believe the, the NFL's Players Association has um, requested on multiple occasions um, for, for grass. So, And that's I, kind of where I wonder where things are going, because I do love the NFL. I do love football. I do love watching it. But watching this kind of be the secondary piece after, you know, CTEs and, and, you know, we are, the NFL at the end of the day is looking for money and it's terrible that we're talking about football and I'm talking about how terrible they are, but <laughs> it like they, it's a money-making industry, right? So this incident or this incident for them isn't a big deal because in the grand scheme of things, they're still making money off of everything else. And so it's been interesting to see how, and I was listening to a podcast this morning about it, how the players are starting to stand up for themselves and say, no, like I'm creating my brand. I'm looking out for myself and standing up for my team, my people. And so I think it'll be interesting to see what the next five years, 10 years holds, because the rookies that are coming in don't have the same. Yes, sir. No, sir. Attitude that yeah. previous generations in the NFL have had. So in terms of this injury alone, do you think that, that it was partially turf related? I can't tell. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I don't I, know if it, if it was grass or turf or again, he's almost 40. <laughs> lay down, I, I, Aaron, just is. lay down. It is like you had a great run. You did a great job. Like, I understand the male ego won't let any of them go until they have to go. But sometimes you have to just understand it. it's time. Like I, I feel bad because they had hyped up this season so much. Oh yeah. I mean the TV show, hard knocks, all of that stuff. Like everything was like just pushing for this Jets team this year. And I was really, like I told you before, like I'm really worried about the Jets. The Jets have a great defense. The, Aaron Rodgers with all of his knowledge and all of his information being in there, he's maybe he'll be a great coach and he'll yeah. coach jets to continue to where they need to be. You know, I mean, it's yeah. not like the, the quarterback that they have now didn't start the last two seasons. It's not like they weren't, he wasn't the starting quarterback before. Right. He's the reason why they went out and got Aaron Rodgers, though. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I mean, but. listen, here, here, Sometimes you, know, you don't have to go out for the best. To... Yeah, I what broke my heart is I guess I saw somewhere where Aaron Rodgers looked at one of the uh, one of his teammates and was like, "Sorry, kid, like that just yeah, I saw that. Ugh, knife in the heart." Um, for even the young players on that team, because I mean, just even for them, it was like, "Yeah, we got the team. This is it." Um, so it's a heartbreaker. Um, that said, uh, let's talk about the other game that did not make your household happy. Let's talk about the Cowboys and the Giants game. So everyone's talking sure about them boys. Didn't happen in our house. If that makes you feel better. It What's didn't that? happen at all. <laughs> we are pretending the game did not happen in okay. our house. Football, football in the low household starts next week. Got it. Got it. I, I mean, will we've say got, <laughs> I'm stoked about We've got a Kansas their... City fan. We've got a Buffalo fan. Oh. And we've got a Giants fan. Football okay. starts next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes. Hey, that Football sounds like my week. fantasy team. So we're going to talk about fantasy for a second because 
Um, I, I don't even want any 49ers on my fantasy team because <laughs> I had Aaron Rodgers. I had J.K. Dobbins. I had uh, um, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, it was just a, like my 49ers defense, I think, got more points for anything on my on my team. It was a rough it was a rough fantasy week. So um, I had to drop some folk and pick some folk up. So how was how did you do on your fantasy team? I mean, I won, but I won only because my opponent didn't play well either. Oh, <laughs> I won a losing man's game is what I did. Um, I mean, kind of the same. It, you know, I had, I had like four Buffalo players. I had Josh. Uh, Allen. Hey, I but did have, I did have digs. Digs needed four more digs. points than I would have wanted. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I saw, I was like, man, who had digs? I need, I needed him back. It was me. Um, but I had <laughs> cook and cook did me well. Yeah. Um, but it was just, I mean, it, all of it was just painful. I, I'm did you watch the did you watch the did, did you watch the the Dallas Giants game? We watched the first half. Okay. And then I went to bed. Got it. The yeah. Uh, because there's uh, no need to watch it. I am I am somewhat uh nostalgically excited about a rehash of the 49er cowboy rivalry. I'm kind of stoked. Kind of stoked. You would have now. a 49er fan on your side if that was the case, because no one in this house likes Dallas. Yeah, no, there's that's pretty much for a lot of folk that I come across. So <laughs> I will take the adoptions once they come around. Um, we'll, make all right, it so let's, we'll make it happen. Yes, let's look ahead. So we have tomorrow night Vikings at Eagles. Uh, you know, the Eagles, the Eagles, who are the Eagles? The Eagles didn't look super sharp um, last week. Uh, so what are you feeling about this? This is now, you know, Vikings are 0 and 1. Uh, Eagles at home. That's a rough I, match. Yeah. I mean, I want, so again, this is something I got nothing other than the fact that I want the Vikings to win. I'm, I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. He's like the ultimate That's, dad. It was the, it was the, it was the quarterback show. Right. And yes. I just fell in love with Kirk Cousins from that. Yes. So I want all the best for him. Yeah, I agree. I, let's see what's what's exciting that's coming up. Uh, you guys play the Raiders at home. You guys get Jimmy G. Talk to me about that. We're winning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've got to. We've got to like pull our butt out of whatever we fell into. So I, my vote is that we're going to be just fine. All right. A I team like that it. is the, the, a team that has shifted cities how many times? I'm not worried. Yeah, there's some exciting yeah. games though. I like Chiefs at Jaguars. That you know, Chiefs are coming off. Uh, I'm excited a, a loss. for that. Um, Kelsey is still questionable. Um, interesting. Did you did you hear his brother's podcast and how they were chatting about how his brother put him on blast? And I was thinking about you the whole time. About <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, so chiefs, we'll see if, if Kelsey's back, uh, Chris Jones, I think contracts done. I feel like that's going to add a little bit of help to them. Uh, yeah. So chiefs versus Jaguars. I, I want to see the shootout between Patrick Mahomes and, um, Blondie. What, what, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, uh you're not going to get it. Out. Jeez. This is why Sharon needs to be here. 
I know. <laughs> she, she helps a sister out. Trevor she Lawrence. There we go. Trevor. Trevor Lawrence. There you go. Um, I, I'm interested in that in that shootout. That's going to be great. Ravens. Uh, they came out with a W. I will tell you for all my Ravens fans out there, it was 50-50 whether they loved that OBJ coming out of the tunnel did the Ray Lewis dance. That was Did like, he really? I did not he, see this. Yeah. He did. And it's interesting that, you know, I was watching the the comments from fans and they were kind of like too early. Like you haven't earned it. Like, you know, really? leave that alone. And then there were some that was like, I love the energy. You know, it was kind of a, but it seemed to be kind of a split, uh, split thing, but they are playing. Um, they are playing the Bengals at home because yeah, Joe Burrow's got to hook it up. He's got to he's got to yeah. pick that up. Joe Burrow needs to start playing some football. Um, yeah, that him and Josh Allen were big big old disappointments. Like I said, week one was all the people that I thought were going to show out did not. So I know I'll be it was curious an interesting to see. We should mm -hmm. be uh, we're playing the Rams at Levi South is what we call that because the 49ers pretty much embarrass the Rams by just showing up in droves <laughs> there. So that should be pretty much a home game favored to win. Uh, the Jets play the Cowboys. I don't think that's going to be exciting. Hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully the Jets don't get any other injuries because the Cowboys defense is looking a little tough. Uh, I won't say they're the number one because I am a 49er fan and I must stay loyal to the team. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got the Dolphins Pats. Um, that might be interesting because Bill Belichick's defense was looking kind of, you know, they were they were cooking some things up last week. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be interested to see how Tua does. I he's he's one of those players, man. I don't. I hope he makes it through the season, and I hope he's playing smart. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, if every, he can, every time I see him play, my my heart hurts because I don't want him to get hurt. No, that was tough watching that. So if he can come, get through the season unscathed i think they're going to be an exciting offense to watch for sure absolutely um and then we have monday night we got saints versus Panthers at home in carolina uh that might be an interesting game uh browns and steelers that's a big rivalry there so cleveland is favored to win um we'll see you know there was talks about um pickett being like that he had sustained some sort of concussion early on in the game against the 49ers and that's kind yeah. of what clouded his judgment on the field so it'll be interesting to see what what that shakes up to look like as we head into week two um Deion sanders another w for the for colorado and i think they've got the big colorado colorado state game this weekend um sherry's not here so i don't even know why i brought up college because that's her jam but we did talk about uh Deion. because it's Deion sanders yeah, yeah that's why we're Deion fans all right sis you got anything else to share that's it i think we hit all the big points tonight all right, Josh Allen, get your ish together, okay? We 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 need this uh, we need this home game W for you for my girl Dep Beth here, Doc Beth, <laughs> Doctor Beth. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Hopefully, you learned a little something. Uh, I hope you had some laughs, some good times. Join us again next Wednesday, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another girlfriends and football. Enjoy your week, and be sure to tag us on socials with your. Fan favorite pictures. We want to see the fur babies, the human babies, your best outfits. Share all the fandom with us at Girlfriends and Football. Take care and have a good night. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on our podcast today. Please continue to keep in touch with us on our social media platforms at Girlfriends and Football. 
on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks so much. We appreciate your support and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and happy football.